All right, Rooted fans, we're back with season two, a new episode with our special guest from our youth group. Um, how about you start us off, Sam? Who are you? Uh, I'm Samuel Woodson. Samuel I'm, Woodson? Yeah. And the one and only? Yeah. What grade are you in, Sam? I'm going to be a sophomore. And then we have Max McKinney. Max McKinney, what's your name? <clears throat> my name is Maxton Davis McKinney. Wow. Wow. That's my full name, yeah. Full I sound name. like a politician. You do sound like a politician. Are you going to get into politics? Uh, I plan on not doing that, no. What is your grade? Uh, I am an upcoming freshman in college. Oh, wow. Watch this. Yeah. That's Thanks. Yeah. All right. So, Max McKinney, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I'm studying, uh, I'm going to major in digital marketing, so I plan on doing something in that field. Oh, so wheat. After college. So wheat. And last but not least, the third, Ari Woodson. My name is Ari Woodson. <laughs> and what grade are you going into, I'm going to be Woodson? a senior in high school. Oh, goodness. The big one, too. Are you excited? Nope. What, what are you excited about? I do have lunch with my bestest of friends. Oh, nice. Okay, so we, so we have Ari, Max, and Sam here today, and we're going to talk about camp uh, that was like a month ago or so now uh, in their lives, and we're going to interview them and see what it is like in the eyes of a youth. So what's the challenge of being a teenager today in today's world? Um, I think the biggest challenge is that today's world, you know, it's completely uh, world-oriented and not at all Christ-oriented. I mean, everything you see around you is the opposite of what uh, the church is really telling you to do, you know? I mean, there's, it's just lewd. Everything is, uh, you know, self-centered, and it's just not Christ-centered at all. So how, how have you seen that played out in school? Um, in school, you know, you just foul mouth, uh, you know, the music that people listen to, uh, just, it's just a selfish environment as a whole in school. Aren't you guys releasing music? We are. Yeah, we're releasing um, uh, an EP. Can we, can we say who you are? Shout out Cash Collective. This is Cash Collective. And those of you who don't know who Cash Collective is, this is it. But Noah is also part of it. And, and, and Evan. Evan. And Evan. Mm. So describe to me Cash Collective. So it's a, uh, it's a band of sorts, but it's not a band at all. Okay. Because we make hip-hop music. That makes sense. But it's, it's a joke. So when we release this EP of sorts, don't take it seriously. We're trying to change the tides of history. Yeah. I don't see why you couldn't. Yeah. That's, I guess that's fair. So what, what started Cash Collective or who started it? Um, so we were actually at a, uh, one of those mandates for Parkland Chapel. We were at a mandate and, uh, uh, I don't know who started exactly, but somebody, I think it was Jeb. I think it was, I think it was Jeb, Jeb. uh, Mr. Colton Crump and he started rapping in a British accent and we just started thinking like British people have such a distinct style of rapping and they rap to the same beat basically every single time. So it's kind of a drill beat. We were like, we can replicate that in like five seconds. So we started freestyling to a British thing. We were like, you know what? We should drop a mixtape. And <laughs> as time went on, it kind of switched from a mixtape down to an EP. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's how it started. Those are the origins. So, do you plan on dropping a mixtape, future album, um, potentially? Yes. yes, yes, yes. Who is the best? 
Uh, the best rapper in the group is Noah. Probably Noah. Noah. Yeah. Really? Cash RD. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you all have names? Yes. Yeah. Let's hear it. Sam. I'm Cash HD or Cash Dog. He's Cash Dog. Cash, Cash Dog. Dog. I'm oh. Cash Liger uh, from the 2004 hit Napoleon Dynamite. I'm Cash Barbie. <laughs> so where where did you get Cash Dog? Uh. Well, I was originally cash, what was it? Mimosa. Mimosa. And then it went to marbles. And then after camp, it stayed at cash dog. So everybody's cash something. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Sam, go in depth on what cash stands uh, for. Cash, it's a capital C, an at sign, a dollar sign, and a capital H. And it means count and stay humble. Okay. It really, okay. it's interchangeable. It can yeah. be whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get cash Barbie? I have a Barbie chain. Oh, he does. That's <laughs> as deep as it <laughs> yeah. goes. Sam had the... Uh, uh, the dog stem? Sam the dog stem. The dog stem. That's what we call it now? The dog stem? Yeah, the dog stem. Well, you also had that astronaut bling. I do have an the, astronaut chain. Yeah. That was the most funniest thing. I don't know why. But it also looked very real. Like, you bought it from some icy place up in New York City <laughs> or something. I don't know. So, you have, how many songs are on this EP? Uh, there are four songs. What does EP stand for? Extended play, and that was actually a considered title for the for the extended EP. Was play. just extended play. Are you the manager? In a way. In a way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of a sound yep. engineer. Where he you owns you? the studio, if you will. Oh yeah, because the studio is at your basement, isn't it? Yes. What is your setup? Uh, a MacBook and then a mic and headphones. And the booth blanket. And a booth and blanket. blanket. Yeah, it's a just a blanket, blanket that covers it. Oh gosh. Our pop filter is not very good. Oh sweet. So do you have fun with this thing? Like, is it fun? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What What is the What is the most hype song to be looking forward to on this EP? Because I heard over the Thurmans, I think. Did I hear all of it? Uh, you heard or three of the four. Three, three, three of the made four. one two days ago. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. How long does it take to come up with a song? To come up with it? Not very long. It's just a conversation we'll have. And we're like, you know what? Let's do that. Let's do that. One okay. of our upcoming songs is actually, we had no plan of doing it until about 30 minutes before we actually did it. Uh, it started with kind of a freestyle, and uh, it ended up being one of the songs that made the cut. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> was that Concussion? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Someone, yeah. Concussion, that one was pretty wild. Do you enjoy being a teenager? A little bit. I mean, I enjoy kind of the freedom you have in a way. You're just sort of starting out becoming an adult i guess not really but you have certain freedoms like driving and things i mean i enjoy that there's a lot of bad that comes with it and terrible influences but i enjoy it yeah i enjoy uh not having to work a nine to five job and having summers off yeah that's always fun (laughs) yeah what about you, Sam? Do you enjoy being a teenager? Teenager? Yeah, it's fun. You get all different types of freedoms. When did you realize you became a teenager and weren't a kid anymore? Last summer. Really? What hit yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, high school. High school. So what? What's the challenge of being a teenager, and then also believing in Jesus? Well, nobody. I mean, you are in a very small minority. Whenever you're uh, a Christian in the secular world, you know, uh, people will kind of think of you as like a outcast if you will uh you're just like you will look different and that's you know what we were told to do is to be set apart but it's it's definitely more hard in practice than it is just hearing about it so what's that like in farmington specifically 
I'd say a lot of the time it doesn't look like it should at all. Because I know with my own personal experience, starting out, it was just my parents' faith. So I'm going into high school, just coming out of St. Paul, been sheltered my whole life. And then it all hits you. And then you're like, okay, why not just be like everybody else? And then I found out for myself, it's just worthless. It doesn't end up being enjoyable. It's enjoyable for about an hour and then it's just empty. Was there a, like a specific moment that you remember that you came to that realization like, wow, none of this is actually fulfilling? About halfway through the second semester of my freshman year, I was just coming in, trying to get known by people, just trying to be funny, be liked. And then it just sort of hit me like, none of these friendships are like deep or like lasting. It's just, I laugh, you laugh, mm -hmm. hooray. Yeah. So yeah. what makes your guys' friend group special? Because you guys are obviously like very close knit. Like your group, so to speak, is, is one, hilarious. Two, you guys actually are friends. You're not just on that surface level. We just laugh at it and then we don't, you know, actually become bonded. So what sets apart your friend group? I think... A big part of it is we've known each other since we were like six, so that helps. But a big part of it is we've all gone to church together, and that's why we're so good of friends. We're just, we have that faith, so we know that we should be keeping each other accountable in things. So that strengthens it, and I don't really know. We just all like each other. Yeah, just kind of organically happened. Yeah. What what is what is one of the funniest stories or a couple funny stories that you guys can remember about your friend group? There's a hmm. few. I'm trying to think of one right now. Wasn't there a dead deer in yes, one of them? Yes, there was a dead deer. So what happened with this dead deer? So uh, we were at my house and we decided to go on an adventure, if you will. Which uh, means we go into the woods. Yeah. Yeah. So with we went a bat. Into the, yeah. <laughs> we went into the woods. We all had our weapons drawn, and we came upon this deer that I think it had been hit by a car uh, in the days prior. So it was sitting out there, and it was a clearly dead deer. It was rotting. Did and you give it a name? We didn't. No. Oh. But we decided. Noah decided that he would shoot it with an arrow. The already dead deer. So there were arrows sticking out of it. And we all got a picture around it. Really. Posted by the deer, Posted yo. by the deer. I had my slingshot, yeah. so it looked like I murdered Just, the deer with yeah. a slingshot. No, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, so that was our first That was our first fresh kill. First fresh kill. Mm -hmm. Is it album name? No. no. Uh, we can't gonna, We can't tell you that. We're not going to get into oh, okay. anything specific okay. on the album. Okay, that makes sense. What? What is? Was there an embarrassing story? Or what about a story where like your parents got, or anybody's parents just got like, extremely mad um i don't think i mean we don't really do anything to to get our parents uh that mad do you can you think of anything i mean there was that one time me and noah just left and went off into the woods alone yeah <laughs> we were making stew yeah out by a fire yeah and then noah was making a spear out of like a uh closet pole like just a wooden pole 
and he was sharpening it on the concrete. And then he took some twine and got some sticks, and he was sharpening those so we could kill something. <laughs> so I went in. I, I had brought a sledgehammer over that day and some pallets well, of course. to make you a have fire. To. So I took my sledge, and me and Noah just went off to... We were planning on actually killing an animal. Yeah. And we were just thinking, listen. Were you going to eat it? That's debatable. Noah probably would have. Yeah. I don't know if I would have. Who's the craziest in the group? Noah. Rock. Noah? Yeah. Or who? Rock. Rocky. Rocky. So what, what names does Noah have? Rocky, Noah. R.D. R.D. That's his cash. Okay, cash R.D., yeah. I think that's it. Is it tough following Jesus in Farmington? Yeah, it is and it isn't. It is just because nobody else is doing it, but they all think they are because mm-hmm. we live in the Bible Belt and everybody goes to church and they're like, yeah, I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. but then they don't live it at all. There's, yeah. there's not as many people that are actively like denouncing the Bible, but there are a lot of people who will... You know, yeah, like Ari said, they claim that they're Christians and they don't live anything like that. So it's like they say, we believe in God, but we don't actually yeah. want to live it out. Mm-hmm. And you'll just, like, I don't know, you'll be doing stuff that you clearly should be doing or not doing stuff that you clearly shouldn't be doing. And they're like, why are you doing that? Well, I'm a, I'm a Christian trying to follow Jesus. And like, oh, so am I. But okay. Yeah. They're, so they're just going off the rails kind yeah. of. So why, why do you think that is? I think a big part is that they're not in their Bibles at all. Because you read the Bible, stuff is pretty clear what you should and shouldn't do. Yeah. But you just go to church and you're just healing or hearing just like feel-good messages or hell and brimstone yeah. sort of deals. You're just, oh, God is real. Mm-hmm. So what about influences in the school like you guys have your friend group but like outside of your friend group what what helps you in your walk there are a few teachers in our school that are definitely yeah there's some great teachers yeah yeah like mr upchurch great guy he's a pastor in bonterre i believe mm-hmm. he's one of the best teachers i've ever had and if he, not he, the he was, best he, so he was teaching when i was in high school he was so fun mm-hmm. like even he's amazing he, he, te- he i think he taught like uh Writing classes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and then he also talked like Greek mythology. Yeah. yeah, he's still doing that. So even when he was teaching like Greek mythology, like it was like still fun to learn about and stuff too. Um, but yeah, Upchurch is fantastic. He gave a speech at a graduation or my brother's graduation, and it was just a gospel sermon. But he didn't use the word Jesus mm-hmm. or like clearly say names because it's technically illegal. Hmm. But yeah. Great man. So what would you encourage, um, what would you say to encourage youth following Jesus, or what would you like to see in our youth group, spiritually and practically? Um, One thing that I would really like to see is, um, you know, after this older group of youth uh, leave, we really need some of the younger youth to kind of step up in a leadership role and just set forth the example of what it means to have like a relationship with the Lord. Um, 
because you know a lot of us are going to be leaving soon. Yeah, we have a big exodus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mass exodus in the next uh, couple of years. Yeah. So uh, just a lot of the younger youth, um, you know, I wish they would learn from some of the past mistakes that a lot of us have made where, you know, being cool amounts to absolutely nothing in this world. Um, it'll be fun for, like, like Ari said, fleeting minutes. But what really matters is your relationship with the Lord and, you know, giving other people that relationship with the Lord, trying to show them. Because the only thing you can bring to heaven is other people. Yeah. So. What I would really like to see is just all the younger kids coming up, they don't take any amount of time to figure it out. Like, I know pretty much everybody in our friend group it took at least a year for us to figure out that this isn't it. And now we're to a point where we're insane, like almost clinically, when we're together. <laughs> yeah. But we're still... Like, we're not doing anything wrong. We're just having fun and praising Jesus like it's a concert all the time. And I just like to see, like, the younger kids are seeing us do that. Like, when we leave, not to stop it, keep it going, them not take any amount of time to figure it out. It's like, okay, they did it. We can do it. Just jump right into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just let them know that you can have fun without conforming to all the stuff, you know, in the world. Yeah. You can have fun while still having an active relationship with the Lord. So let's talk about camp. What was the best part of camp? Well, first things first, worship is amazing. Yeah. Oh, I know. They do a fantastic yeah. job. My, my favorite guy was um, Josh Macy, the guy who played guitar and the drums. Mm-hmm. Like when he, when I forgot what song it was, but he was literally like standing up, just pounding the drums and just like getting after it. Like this is insane. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about right here. Yeah, the worship was amazing. The bass guy was getting it all the time. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, it was super high energy. I love the worship. That was awesome. And then also uh, a lot of the games we played. You know, Jordan. You know the the get the bacon, steal the bacon. Steal the bacon. Steal the bacon. We stole some bacon. So what 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 is steal the bacon? Steal the bacon is a game for families of all ages. Oh, for sure. It's a uh, it's a it's a free I don't know, throw. 20 by 20 tarp. It's a pretty big tarp. It's wet down with soap all over it, and there's a stack of probably eight inner tubes in the middle. And there's two teams, one standing on one half, one on the other, not on the tarp yet. And then they'll call out certain people by numbers. You get numbers at the beginning. And then those numbers from each team run out to the middle, and it's war. And it really just, is all at war. Yeah. I just, feel like we made Sam president during that week of camp, too. He kind of made it. Was, yeah. It was like Sam's world. It is my world. It's we, not. We were all it's not. I, I like yeah. believe it. It was like that week Sam just was on another pedestal. He had a hot dog suit. I did have a hot dog suit. Dog stew. What, what, was, what was one defining moment in Steal the Bacon where you knew like we could not lose ever? I think it was 6-0. and oh. No, I think it was before that because we were undefeated almost every single round. But it started did, out nobody wanted to play. Did anybody? Yeah, oh, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> everybody's like, we're not playing this we, we game. We don't want to get wet. We're about to do other things. <clears throat> then I think the first group, it was just me, Zach, 
I don't think Kyle was in it first. He might have been. But just a couple people. And we, we had we just, so much fun. We just got literally so round. hyped after that first round. Yeah. And then everybody's like slowly trickled in. Mm-hmm. Once, oh, my goodness. Once Mark and Nate came and played, I knew it was over. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mark is the most uh, – he, he's such a smart player at that game. If there was a professional league – that man would be making millions of dollars. The way yeah. he it was his first round too. Just the way he would in. pick apart the defense. Uh, you know, he'd be running up. He'd grab a tire off the top, and where most people would start just running to leave space for another defender to come in and pick up the tire. My man Mark grabbed it and just chucked it behind him. And it landed perfectly right on the side. That was a point for us. It was yeah. crazy, <laughs> craziest thing I have ever seen. It was awesome. Same dog. You you lost your voice, didn't you? Screaming. Yeah, I lost my voice like every day at night, but by the end of the week, it was completely gone. So what was the most hype thing you remember from Steal the Bacon? I made a girl cry. I did do that. <laughs> I, I landed on a girl's thigh, like with my knee, because um, somebody tripped me. And you're I, a big fella. I seriously thought I broke her leg. Oh, yeah. But then I saw Kyle Ginnenbacher, uh body slam, like a little <laughs> like seventh grader. <laughs> I think it was the same girl that took out my legs. There were, yeah, there was like a little girl apparently biting people yeah. too. Yeah, like She would slide in. There's video of it. She would slide in and take out people's legs. And yeah. There's one video of me, and I'm just flying up about <laughs> broke my tailbone. There is one regret of camp when Ari went by himself to yeah. go get the tube. Yeah. I felt so bad just standing there watching it. One, because I was just amazed that he was taking on three grown men at one time and almost winning. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. But then at the same time, I'm like, wow, we should have all just piled on a tube. Yeah. If, and I, if, I had, if I had somehow beaten these grown men, we might have gotten kicked out of camp for how, there was <laughs> how much energy would have erupted. Yeah, yeah we had a lot of energy. There would have been a fire, for sure. Oh, and then when we played that one game um, with, this, with the uh, – Noodles. With the noodles. And oh, then, yeah. They weren't happy about that. Yeah, because yeah. all Parkland Chapel people. So Parkland Chapel wouldn't, couldn't be separated. We're fans now. Yeah. yeah. Hive that, mind. That was one of the coolest things, too, uh, how we couldn't be separated. We protested a game because we were going to be separated. And then when we played one game, we didn't get each other out, so it was just Parkland Chapel people running around, which was pretty funny. Yeah. 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 So they kicked us out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what was similar about camp this year? compared to last year or any differences big difference is a unity in our church because yeah. before yeah just be like not really cliques but like different friend groups and not everybody just being one and this year for sure it was just parkland chapel and av chapel av chapel yeah. joined yeah. in on the phone oh yeah when noah came over we, we, like, anointed him into the group. It was <laughs> yeah. so funny. And he got after it, too. He did. He did not mess around and steal the bacon. I think Nolan became a part of it yeah. before that in wiffle ball. One oh, pitch ball. smoked. Oh, yeah, game. he did, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the AV kids, they got that dog in them. They really do. It's that AV tiger blood. So how did, how did camp um, – how did God speak to you in camp this year? Or what was it like – spiritually at camp this year well one thing was uh the very last night uh of worship i remember we heard uh the night before uh our leader kyle he he told us you know kind of uh you know he doesn't love raising his hands uh 
But as Christians, we're called to do that. We're called to, to raise our hands and just surrender to the Lord. And I decided that last night that I was going to try it. I've, I'd never done it before. I was feeling kind of a similar thing, like I just can't bring myself to do it. And I tried it, and that was the most freeing thing. I mean, it was awesome. It made the experiment experience <laughs> so much more worthwhile. It was awesome. Yeah. For me, the whole week, it was just awesome to see how Christ was moving in different people. I could just sort of tell different things were going on. Um, I remember night before the last night, this kid was sitting alone, and I just went over to him, just going to invite him to our table after talking to him a little bit, just getting to know him. And this kid literally immediately opened up. God, I could hear God telling me to go over there, talk to him, and I've never seen anything like it. Literally immediately told me his whole story, everything about him, and just, I've never seen so much faith in a kid either. This kid had it rough, and he just kept saying, I'm just ready for God to move tonight. I know something huge is going to happen. I'm just ready for it. And at the time, it was really profound because he had told me he wasn't sitting alone like he was lonely. He was just so annoyed of the group he was in. <laughs> he was just tired of them. So he just went to sit by himself, just kind of resting, I guess. And, yeah, it was just amazing and just to see the spirit moving each and every night in small groups. My best friend, actually, one of my best friends, he got saved. It was amazing. I could just see something was different with him all week. And then last night, got saved. Yeah, it was cool, like, being the small group leader for my group because it would start off with a little conversation and, like, a lot of silence, and then you could see the growth and people actually responding and stuff, too. Yeah, that was amazing. What about you, Sam Dow? Uh, <clears throat> well, like Max said, I really enjoyed the worship. Like last night, especially. Um, I mean, just everybody being together, praising God with our arms up, just letting him be in us. Like he'd been trying yeah. with me all week. It's just like scared to, I guess. Like what will people think of me? But that doesn't matter at all. And then last night, just giving everything up. And then during the Bible study that Corey had, just him telling us and encouraging us to pray alone with God. And just after a while, I got to pray with Zach. And it was amazing just to be able to see him because at that point he had known that this is it and he should be saved. And it was just really cool to see that we've been praying for him for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So what, 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 is there like a barrier to get to that point of, all right, I need to take this extra step, you know, I need to raise my hands or, you know, what, the next push. What, what is something um, that holds us back from you think, what, what do you think holds us back from, from getting to, from, uh, all right, I'm okay with being a Christian here, but I know I can experience more if I just, you know, go in for it. Like, what holds us back doing that, you think? I think it's mostly fear of, like, what, um, you know, what people will think about you. Um, and that's that's a, not a good thing at all. I mean, you should have reckless abandon whenever you're 
worshiping the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of us figured that out on the last night. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool because it was like, I don't know, what were we like two songs into the worship and then it like crashed or something? I remember, yeah. you, I remember you bringing that up. Um, you want to talk about that? Yeah, Corey, Corey's a rapper. He was a speaker. Yes. And he was, he, did, he had done a song the night before, which was amazing. And he was about to do one again. And he just, they couldn't bring it up for whatever reason, which is not a coincidence because we were all having a moment like all of us that were in that group right there. What started it? Or do you know? Because I remember like I was, because they were changing the songs and there was yeah. that technical yeah. difficulty or something. <clears throat> uh, and then it's like, like kind of see something out of the corner of my eye and like everybody's kind of like huddled together. I um, had, I don't know. I don't remember if I saw something or whatnot, but I just went over to Kyle, started hugging him and talking to him. The song before that, we had it all just kind of linked together. Just yeah, because the, the night before, Kyle gave his life to the Lord, yeah. which is yeah. a huge um, answered prayer right there. You know, not not just Kyle himself, but uh, you know, I think that kind of was a catalyst yeah. to mm-hmm. kicking it off. So yeah, you guys just kind of like grouped together, we were just all just swaying together, and then yeah, I just went over to Kyle, was hugging him. Went over to Zach, was hugging him. Just a couple of guys, just, we were just crying, praying with each other, just talking. And then, yeah, they just, they couldn't bring the music up. They were trying literally every single platform. <laughs> and then when we kind of came to a mutual agreement of like, we were all, I guess, done with the moment. Yeah. We were all just like, okay, like awesome. ready, like here we go. And then music was ready. Yeah, that's just a yeah. God thing. The Lord paused it, right, waiting for us to get done. And yeah. Then as soon as we were done, it was ready. Yeah, because I, I, I was, I was like, what, what is going? On? Like, my, that was my first thought. Like, what is going on? Like, is, that, <laughs> is everybody okay? I guess that's kind of, kind of like the leader side of things. But I was like, then I, I felt something. Just like, just let it happen. Just let it go. <laughs> You know, and like to see that with you guys actually taking that next step, and like seeing you guys as leaders also going to the the, the new sheep, so to speak, yeah, was pretty cool too. And then when you guys did come to like, all right, let's all right, let's get after the next worship song or whatever it was, and it's like, boom, all right, everything's and then back we had on. a mosh pit, yeah. yeah, and then we had a mosh pit, yeah. Oh, yeah, seeing that's a fun thing too. It's just man, live life, and you get to do these things too. So what, what was what was a takeaway from camp? Uh, maybe sp- not even just spiritually, but just you know what what did you what did you walk away from camp thinking about, or what really made like an impact? I think uh, the thing that made a really big impact impact for me was our last night uh, where all the guys just came together and just had kind of a chat. Um, a lot of the guys were just so blessed to have a youth group like this, and a lot of the guys weren't really plugged in that much. Uh, until that week and we had a guy that didn't even like realize that we knew his name but he said it was just a huge blessing Mm -hmm. to hear his name called by some of us and it's just like the little things as an older youth uh, the little stuff really does matter 
So, I mean, I just, I kind of took away with that, like, you know, these guys really do pay attention to what we're doing. Yeah. So. Like they're always watching us, mm -hmm. just wanting to be a part of it. And they really felt like they were with Steel the Bacon and stuff, <laughs> just <laughs> all of us together. Yeah, and I also took away that we are by far the most tight-knit youth group around mm -hmm. here. Oh, yeah. Far and away. Yeah. And there was um, one of the youth leaders from another church came up to us saying, you know, he wish, he wishes that they had what we had. Um, you know, and, it's, it, and we never promote, like, comparing yourself to others. But then at the same time, there was just such a distinct separation from us because we just, one, we loved each other and we wanted to hang out and, like, do everything. And we didn't try to you know, leave anybody out. We tried to include everybody we could and we just had fun doing it, whether that was screaming at eleven fifty at night playing Uno, which I gotta get us kicked out <laughs> from playing Uno. You wanna describe that though, the Uno game? We were playing loud Uno. Yeah. Loud Uno. But yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was awesome. And then Todd Todd ruined it. <laughs> this guy. Came in there. Well, ex explain. <laughs> uh, the, but it was like what the was, one in a million chance. No, of, no, no. It was a triple reverse red, red, blue. It was a red, red, blue. All right, come on. Like, you got you to describe this. You, you got to describe this in detail to our listeners. They don't understand. <clears throat> so, Keep in mind, there's like what fourteen people playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So fourteen kids gather around a table. We're playing Uno, loud Uno. Uh, Todd had already come in, told us to be quiet like twice already. Um, so we, ate, we played pretty quiet for a while. Then we started getting louder as it progressed. And then, well, I heard the loudness and I was like, well, I got to be a part of this. So yeah. I, I jumped oh, yeah. in and then everybody kept coming in, but we were playing for a while and then someone put, I think it was Noah put down a reverse and then another person that put down a reverse and I think Noah ended it with another blue. <laughs> and we went nuts. Yes, yeah, reversal is super rare. Yeah. I got up, I ran out to the deck, and I was I was coming back in. I didn't have a shirt on anymore. I was coming back in, and there Todd was, and he shut the whole thing went down. Went out with the shirt, came on with no shirt in, and then I was also pounding the table yeah. very loud and screaming. Yeah, and my dad didn't realize that was you. No. He no. had no idea you were in there. He <laughs> said he wouldn't have shut it down if he would have known there was, like, another leader in there, but he just thought you were a kid. And then, uh, Jordan, you also had your hands yeah. up. You're yeah. going so, up the Let's Rock signs. Yeah. And, and then, as soon as he came in, he just started slowly, slowly, slowly I realized it was no longer time to rock. I rocked yeah. a little too hard. Yeah. <laughs> it was but so fun, though. There's no such thing as rocking too hard. Sam has the problem of not staying close enough to the mic whenever we record music. He really doesn't. He'll he, tail he, he's off he's like literally this. like ten feet away. Sorry, it's okay. Describe the hot dog suit though. Describe getting it, bringing it to camp, your thoughts while wearing it, and did you need to be roasted? Like, like a, hot a hot dog. dog. Oh. <laughs> um. So, I don't know. It's just going through my closet and what I should bring, because I have these two onesies that are suits. Like they look like a suit, and I was gonna bring those. Then I realized. Wait, what suits? Like a tux. It's a onesie, but it looks like a cool. tux. That would have been dope too. Yes. I was gonna bring. I didn't have enough room in my bag. I wow. wasn't just gonna bring another bag, but I was going through. Like I should bring the hot dog costume. So I brought it, and I started wearing it around in the cabin, and everybody wanted me to wear it outside. Yeah, because you restricted it to just the cabin. Just the cabin, and then I had this plan that I was gonna. 
last day we were in the water, run away and get it on, and then come back. And sure enough, that's what happened. So you got blobbed in the hot dog suit and then jumped blobbed. off the just the diving place. Didn't make the cut went, of the video though. Yeah, he went through the gauntlet in the dogs too. He he did everything. Did oh everything. yeah, the, the storm of the iceberg. We oh, flipped yeah. the iceberg in the dog stem too. We literally yeah. broke everything. They got so mad <laughs> about that because they had fixed that that morning. They just didn't rock hard enough. They really yeah. didn't. Didn't you sleep in the hot dog costume? Yeah, every night because I was directly under a fan, and all I had was a thin sheet and a hot dog and costume. a hot dog costume, <laughs> and I mean it kept me warm. All right, um, what is a god-sized dream for your life? For your next season of life, going into school, going into college, whatever that might be, what is something that you uh, would like to see God move in? Uh, so I leave for college, and um, you know, I just I really want to, you know, it's a college environment, and I I mean it's a Christian college, but still, you know, I would like my faith to be a little stronger, and I'm sure it'll be tested at some point. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, but. Uh, you know, I just want the Lord to work in me to uh, openly express my faith a little bit more. You know, sometimes I have some problems with, with fear, um, and I just I really want to just recklessly follow the Lord and promote the Lord yeah. and share it with others. Yeah. I guess for me, I'd just like to see just in the near future, just this next year going into high school, just like FCA and SOS are Christian clubs. Nobody goes to them because, quite frankly, they're not fun. They're not very enjoyable, I don't think, for everybody. Like, we have fun in them, but for somebody just walking past you, like, oh, okay, that's weird. I just like to see not only it just be, like, crazy fun and enjoyable to people, but, like, not just, like, these little talks, just, like, a little bit of a Bible study, but just, like... It actually gets somewhere. Yeah, and people understanding it, not just... You just talking to people. Yeah. I don't know. I just like to see God do amazing things in the school and just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd really like to see that too. Like kids that think that they have to be cool to have fun and stuff just come into, well, SOS and FCA and stuff every week. Uh, I'd really like to see all those kids and like... Uh, not going to mention names, but like some kids that I met at camp, I go to our school. I'd really like to see them continue their walk and stuff in that. Yeah, for sure. And know about that. I'm just going to ask random questions and we can just spat off answers. Well, awesome. Okay. What sounds fun to you? Fun. Fun sounds fun. Thanks, Sam. Camp was fun. Like, they told us that Steal the Bacon was going to be fun, and none yeah, of us believed Yeah, I honestly was them. hating Steal the Bacon. Like, when we yeah. saw it, and I was like, that's our next event. Because, like, we were watching them, the, like, other churches. Yeah. And it was just, like, horrible. a slip and slide, but worse. <laughs> yeah. And we were all in clothes, not, like, yeah, we didn't have, like, any, yeah, any change of clothes or anything. I was like, this is not it. And then it one, was, but it was it, it. it was it. And like once you dove into the soapy tarp, and your head hit that tube for the first time, and you realized that person's not from my church, there was this like instinctual, just uh, competitiveness that just you can't get it from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. 
and you had to bring the tube back, mm-hmm. or else you were ashamed. Yeah. Well, I mean, you wouldn't have been shamed, but... Oh, I would have shamed him. You might yeah. have been. We'd, yeah. I would have kicked him out of Parkland Chapel. Oh. <laughs> well, which is the funny thing. Well, I wouldn't have done that, but it was funny <laughs> because literally everybody from our group went after it. Like mm-hmm. uh, even little Abby Thurman, she was being drugged under tubes. Like so, everybody from like the top, like let's just say, uh, like alpha male, to like the <laughs> bottom, like I don't even know what that would be. The whole ray spectrum of people from Parkland Chapel went after it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like, like people were sitting back and enjoying it. First it time just, campers too, just like yeah. yeah first that, time that's what there. I meant. Yeah. The boy Weston came out there and he didn't even have glasses on. He couldn't even see. The man couldn't even Weston see. Weston is he was practically up. He, he was blind. He was hossing up though. And he was. And, and he, I also yeah no, I also remember my man Trent Mud. We Trent were, oh, man. Mud. We were in the we were in the middle of a dog pile, and Trent looks up at me and he's like, "Yo, what's up, Max?" And I was like, "Yo, what's up, Trent Mud?" And we just got <laughs> right after. there. It was awesome. Like that conversation would have never happened if you were not in Steal the Bacon. I mean, it would have. Trent Mud's. The it homie, probably would have. Yeah. Trent <laughs> Mud. I remember one time I saw Nathaniel try and jump like over people, and then I remember seeing you take oh, yeah, the, take him by his shirt. Well, like, no, I, I just picked him up. You picked him up. I remember, like, he's just going to throw him over him. Nathaniel's just flying in the air, going head first into Yeah, I tried to throw him like a javelin. People. Because he, could, he couldn't get over there. So it's like, well, I got to get him in there somehow. So he literally headbutted a couple people in there. It's pretty amazing. Favorite smell? Blackberry. Like pie? Air freshener? Marker. Just blackberry marker. Like the sniffy markers? Oh, yes. Is it like a highlighter? No, oh. I don't know what it is. But is it it's a washable got a, Crayola? It's got a black body to the marker, if you will, and then colored caps. Um, the one right at Disney World, the Pandora Flight of Passage, they send off smells, and I thought it was the best smelling thing ever. Is that the I loved uh, it so much? The Banshee ride? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's good fun. Winter sugar cookie from Yankee Candle. Okay. It's such a good one. Are you sponsored? No, but okay. it's good. I just had to shout them out. What was the talent you wish you had? I wish I was Batman. That'd be pretty sick. Pretty, pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could read really, really fast. I don't say that's a good one. Just flip, flip through a book. And oh, yeah. That'd be pretty dope. We're just going through superpowers now, I guess. Oh, well, yeah. Besides Batman. Uh, I want to control gravity. That'd be sick. If you could control <laughs> gravity, what would be the first thing you'd do? Just push people into the ground. <laughs> yeah. Just who, who? That's like all you could really do. Just push people into the ground. Yeah. Just like you stay there. You chill there. I'm gonna raise this thing up above. What about my head. levitating? You can levitate too. Yeah. Shout out graviton. Yeah. Shout out graviton, an obscure Marvel villain from 1977. What was? What's the best quote you ever heard of in your life? Well, my senior quote is, "There's always money in the banana stand." It's from the uh, Fox series Arrested Development. It's my favorite oh, TV show of all show. time. It's a good show. Dang. That's a good Is it one. on Netflix? It is. I really like this quote. I think I made it. <laughs> <laughs> it goes like, uh, I'm good at what I do, and I do what I'm good at. You didn't make that. There's no way you made that. <laughs> we say it all the time. I love it so much. You created it. We'll say same creative. I created it. I used to say a lot, I don't move for people, people move for me, back when I ran cross country. Do you so still I run? Just, oh, well, you no. just said back in the day when you did. Yeah. I don't know why I asked that. Scribe for Esalens, Gucci Mane. That's a good one. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah. Scrike. Just a single word. Scrike. From me, Scrike. Yeah, that's a scrike. <laughs>
Just a little, just a little inside joke. It's whatever. If you had to get rid of one body limb, what would it be and why? You had to get rid of one. Like limb or body part? Let's say body extremity out, like, from your torso. Like, you could keep your torso, but you had to lose, like, an arm or, like, a finger or a toe or a foot or an entire leg. Left middle toe. I was going to say the exact same thing. How did you guys come to that conclusion? Because we're a hive mind. What does a hive mind mean? We're all controlled by one person. Who is that? Sam. Yeah, Sam's the leader of the hive Apparently mind. Apparently it's me. I was going to say one of my middle toes on my left foot, too. See, we're all hive mind. That's insane. It's, yeah. I think it's pretty standard. Pretty standard? Yeah, it's a pretty standard answer. Middle toe. I mean, oh. What are you going to use it for? <laughs> I thought the hive mind was like standard. Oh, yeah. That's I, I don't know what you'd use the middle toe for. That's a good answer. Like, we're all right-handed, so we don't kick with our left either. Exactly. Yeah. If you could have a useless superpower, what would it be? Bees coming out of my hand. I mean, I don't know how useless that would be. That'd be pretty sick. <laughs> That's so fast. Like you, you, I thought like, of this. Like, okay. Yeah. Describe we me the process. We actually had this discussion. We had this discussion. Night. Yeah. Let's hear not it. Not that long ago. It's just bees coming out of your hand. So what would you do? Would you just make honey ooze from your fingertips as well? No, they're like just what, bees. So what, do, do they come? And they're up, not like mean bees. Do they come that, out that uh, like a, like an orifice, yeah. or like you have like a tube projecting out of your wrist? No, they're natural. It's like uh, <laughs> from the first Spider-Man trilogy. So it's like natural web shooters. But it's bees. But it's bees, yeah. Okay. So there's like a hole in your wrist? Yeah. And your body... <laughs> and your body just... Ah, there's bees! <laughs> oh, bees, bees, bees! <laughs> but your, your, so your, your body internally makes the, the bees, correct? I don't know where it comes from. It just happens. It just happens. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to ask questions. So would you harvest these bees? Or like what, what would you do with the bees is what I'm saying. Would you just send them after people? Or would you create a hive and you create like a dynasty of bees? Depends on what I'm feeling that day. How much Probably b- the dynasty. So would there honestly. be like a limit of how many bees you could shoot out? You know, you, ju- you just can't sit here and just like zzz, well, You know what I'm saying? Well, if it was going to be useless, probably like four bees at a time. That's pretty low. Yeah. I was expecting like maybe like a hundred. Well, that would be useful. You said useless talent. Oh, yeah, you're right. Or you're super bad. Oh, I just got owned in my own question. You did. So four bees at a time. So just would it be like, or just like okay, so a, a pretty pretty good pace. Yeah. Okay. Could they sting? No. No. Okay. They can't. They're just bees, though. Okay. I mean, they'd still freak people out. Would you name them? No. So if you shoot four bees out at one time, could you shoot another four bees, and those four bees still be alive, or would they die out as soon as you shot out your other four? They die out. So you only have four bees outside of your body at one time. No, I can shoot bees out of both of them. So four out of each. So eight, eight bees, bees total. total. Yeah. Okay. Would they have to return inside your body to recharge? No. They're okay. not rechargeable bees. They're just bees. Okay. They're not rechargeable. Come okay. on. Yeah. Come on. Are birds real? Nope. No. No. Well, I think it's pretty pigeons well aren't, but... Pigeons aren't? Some birds are real. Pigeons are not real. You can't fake a macaw. Come on. So my thought... That's true. My thought, I kind of differentiate from these two. Okay. I think every bird is fake. Every single bird. Every bird. Every bird is fake. And they're all different birds are owned by different government affiliations. That's that's fair. Pigeons are owned by the CIA. We all know that. Um, Okay. Turtle doves? Does that fall into the pigeon category too? Turtle doves is like, I'm not going to get into that, but it's a different government organization. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I heard back in the 1970s that there was a a genocidal massacre of 12 billion birds replaced by satellite security imaging uh, capturing devices. Mm Mm-hmm. And that their poop is a liquid apparatus to um, tracking devices as well. Yeah. It's pretty standard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
To answer a previously asked question way earlier, what's one of the funny stories that our friend group has done? We didn't mention the U-Haul. Oh, oh <laughs> yes, the U-Haul. That was literally the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. We had prom in a U-Haul. What what sparked the what? Who sparked the prom U-Haul idea? Well, who most is, we were most, trying to think of an idea of what we could pull up to prom in. Yeah, and we were just so kind, kind of like, hey, we're showing up. Yeah, we're gonna show up in this style. Is, yeah, we wanted to actually buy a car. Like we were gonna buy, buy a, a beater. beater. Oh yeah, I, yeah, pool our money together, buy a car. So what what was your budget looking at? We didn't know yet. Didn't know yet. Okay, mm, it was just more. a bit that went way too far. But I think it was very successful. Yeah, it, it was. What is your favorite way to eat a potato? Mashed. What do you put in it? Lay's sour cream and onion chips. Crushed oh. in with mm-hmm. the potato. So it's potato it's really with good. potato chips. Mm-hmm. Do you add cheese? No. Any butter? Yeah, butter, milk, some garlic powder. Garlic powder. And that's it. Mashed. I'm going to go with Buffalo Wild Wings Fry. Really? B-Dub's fries are the best in the game. You're kidding. I'm not. They are terrible. They're, dude. I don't think they're very dude. good. <laughs> you're saying they're better than like... Yeah, they uh, are. Or an Arby's Curly Fry. Those so are the top two. I can see the Arby's Curly Fry, but you say the Buffalo Wild Wings regular fry... Yeah, the regular fries. ...is better than like a Rally's Fry. I don't like Rally's Fries. They're too greasy. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Sue me. <sighs> I might. Have you ever had Just a TGI out. Friday fry? Yes. I haven't. Are they good? They have there's they have garlic fries. That's what it is. The best things ever. They're so plain and they always come out cold. They're good though. They do always come cold. It's like they're never like the hot one's good. And their ranch. With their ranch. They do have good ranch. Yeah, they do have good ranch. Alright, so this was the episode with Ari, Sam, and Max. Thanks for listening. Guys, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having us. Thanks, thanks for you. having You're us. You're welcome. Uh, any closing remarks? Shark, dog, bear. Was that was that what it was? Yeah, that was a chant. That shark. Was it shark? Shark, dog, bear. Shark, dog, bear. I think that was the shark, second. Shark, Kyle was the shark. You were the dog. I was the dog, and Noah, Noah was, was the, the bear. bear. Yep, there it is. A shark, dog, bear. All right. See you next time. <laughs>